everyone, welcome back. We're on episode three of our week one uh, co- what? What's it? walk with the coach. <laughs> uh, so, my question is: now that we're in summer and it's super hot, what is? How do you even deal with summer training in the first place? Like, I know, right? It? It's a super important. Let's get that out of the way right away. Yeah. But even before I say anything about what I think, mm-hmm. this is your season eight, right, Disha? Yes. So you've done four winter trainings and three summer trainings, and this is going to be the fourth one. Which one you like better? I w- like winter training so much more. You mean you like running on ice and snow better than a nice, good old summer? Well, you might think that. <laughs> I think running on ice and snow maybe it's because I've gotten used to it. But with summer training, it's always that. You think it's a nice day, and when you go out to run, your body decides to go way above what it what what it's already. So you're you're sweating all over. You so can't. What's the real problem in summer training? It's the heat. Okay. You get so so dehydrated because you don't even realize that how much more water you'll be needing. Yeah. And with the heat that's going on, you'll have to plan for later in the day runs because. Since the sun is up so much right now, it's so hard to avoid. So, as a whole, summer training just like kills you because you're trying so hard to do your normal runs, yeah. but you just can't because it's just so hot. You know, I mean, this is very true, folks. So let's let's try to understand this because it's so important because you're starting there. So what happens when you're running is that your body is generating a lot of heat okay now the difference between human beings and uh, animals are that when when we run we need to absolutely cool our system right so our sweat glands get into action and start sweating as you know and this sweat when it starts evaporating it cools the body that's why sweat happens now that's why animals they don't have sweat glands like a dog, for instance. So they sort of, you know, uh, what do you call it? Drool, respirate, respirate through their, like all the water comes out of their tongue, but they can't continue to run for too long. They have to stop for the body to cool because they don't have sweat glands. Even if they are faster than us. Exactly. They, they can, can go run for miles and miles, but the issue is they'll have to have some source of water at some point. Right. They have to stop to cool down. Yeah. But in human beings, because we have sweat glands, we can, we can do marathons. Okay. That's the good side of it. But on the other side is... Makes us sticky. Not just sticky. We are losing a lot of water. Yeah. That is how body is cooling down. So we are losing a lot of water. It's the first problem that we all will face during summer. Okay. The second thing is the accumulation of heat takes place a lot on your head. So that's where the maximum circulation, blood is there. So maximum your, your heat on your... Um, head area actually increases you will see right in summer if you go for a like a fast sprint or something you'll feel your faces your head is hot you know that's why many people have heat strokes and such so it's the accumulation of heat on the head is quite high and if you combine these two you have a very high accumulation of heat and you also have a very high uh, loss of water in the form of sweat or in other words, along with water, a lot of salt is also getting yeah. waste, getting out of the system. Electrolytes are being ex- like it's, it's removed. Yeah. So there's a lot of imbalance that is taking place mm-hmm. in your body. That's basically the point. There is electrolyte imbalance. 
there is a heat imbalance there is a water imbalance and there is a when i say heat imbalance the heat uh, difference in heat like head temperature is much higher than maybe yeah. some other part of your body that imbalance is there so as a result of all of these imbalances your body is getting more and more uncomfortable when you're running in summer that's yeah. really the simplest way to explain to you what happens to you during summer when you're running it's crazy because for heat and stuff like right now me and Afar are just walking but still my head is very sweaty right now <laughs> and you know see I'm wearing this cap you shouldn't be doing this when uh, when the sun is blazing like this because it's further sort of uh, like containing kind of, the heat it's like wearing a jacket over a long sleeve shirt it doesn't make sense to that's do. right so my point is if you understood this theory then what can you do about it as a long distance runner training during summer no there is an advantage to it and there are some precautions you need to take as well the precautions are quite common sense but we need to make sure that we follow the common sense you know as they say sometimes the most uncommon thing is common sense yeah. first is you got to do things where you are ensuring that your body's imbalance is sort of uh, corrected as much as you can what are what are those things first one don't try to run when the sun is at its meridian let's start with that it's a simple one yeah if you are in texas 105 degree temperature yeah. don't run in mornings or run at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning when before the sun comes yeah. or run at 8 o'clock in the evening so i like i said before i think i said this around my complaints time i said we have to plan runs around time that we're not used to so i remember last last summer season i had to run like 12 11 12 in the night just because it was so much cooler and i needed i couldn't run when it was when the the sun was blazing on my head right so that's that kind of decisions you can make you can always run inside in treadmill if you have to run and you're not able to for whatever reason you're not able to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning or you're not able to venture out at 8 o'clock in the night see if you can run in treadmill for a couple of days when things are really really hot simple decisions will not make any difference but you can make those decisions plan it out item number 2 clothing very important that you wear wicking clothing that means the sweat can be absorbed and taken away and the cloth doesn't become thick with salt and abrasive uh, sort of material it becomes and it creates all kinds of scratches and rashes and that type of stuff so you need to have good running t-shirts wicking material mm -hmm. and you will see a lot of people run you know with minimum set of clothing the more clothing you have when you're running the it's only going to be a burden it's only going to contain the heat more and as a result imbalances or more yeah. so try to be you know sensible in clothing that you have yeah. don't run with full uh, you know track suits that you're used to running just because you like that in summer you better start running with shorts because you yeah. know start running with shorts mm -hmm. maybe half sleeve short, like the not like a sleeve sleeveless uh, uh, like what do you call like vest exactly like a tank top these are all and you just figure it out what's the right way to do that caps if you're not having high sunshine area uh, and if you're not running at the time don't wear your cap and run because yeah. when you remove that maximum cooling can take place from your head as opposed to being contained by the hat you should also figure out what's best for you when you're running in heat figure out what shirts and things don't are not uncomfortable for you but also are making sure you're not overheated correct that is item number 2 then item number 3 is about water now i will send out to you shortly 
uh, a simple formula that you can use on your water consumption but even even if you don't want to worry about formulas and such i want you all to do this go for a, when you are running a one mile or a two mile run just for once what you do is you measure yourself in you know as with as less clothes as possible maybe without any clothes be fine but just measure your weight before the run and you finish the run just a one mile run during a normal sort of temperature run come back and measure yourself with the same so that the you know the cloth cloth weight is not part of the equation and see how much is your body weight loss that essentially is your water loss that's what you need to replenish that's one quick and dirty way of figuring out how much water you need to replenish during the run when you are in summer training small thing will make a huge difference as you run so you know that for every mile 100 ml of water is a loss that i'm getting for this temperature an approximate idea that will help you in planning how much water you need to drink every time you go for a run that's on the water side but as i said when water goes there is also electrolyte that means there's also salt that leaves your body so you need to replenish your salt otherwise you start getting into cramps so the salt tablet there is something called as noon n u u n every senior runner would have these tablets junior runners runners uh, a light runner running program go and search for noon tablets n u u n tablets and get into the habit of at least having one tablet even before longer runs you know a little bit of walk uh, run kind of a warm up week is okay but as you get into the program as you run more and more where you sweat a lot one noon tablet before the run will re, uh, if you put it in water and drink yeah. it's pretty tasty and you will really uh, replenish the electrolytes yeah. or gatorade is also another way of going through yeah. that so what i usually do for my runs is I'll, i always run with someone but what i will do is i'll have two water bottles of ice water just because it's super cold and like cools my body a lot and one bottle of noon so and i take the noon a little less than i take the water but i still take like one gulp every time i drink some water that is correct then comes the fourth item which is the concept of dumping dumping is as i said imbalances on the head right that's where all the heat is accumulated so you basically address this by pouring literally water on your head yeah it feels uncomfortable and you will be freezing by the time you finish it but once you're running it's such a help for me <laughs> i love it so much that is called dumping dumping water on your head and as she says correctly first timers it might appear like oh my god i'm taking a bath you know you'll feel a little cold but i'm telling you take a bottle of water this is not for like early warm up days but right in the middle of the summer and you're going for longer and longer runs you want to make sure that you start pouring water on your head in the race in between the run or at the beginning of the run yeah. so that the head is wet when you are running and when you are when the head is wet when you're running it will rapidly dry off but when it dries off it cools your head dramatically and it will also help you in maintaining this balance imbalance yeah. of heat okay. on really hot days i keep one water bottle de- dedicated just to dumping so i can dump some water on my head there you go so that's really the the final sort of thing i wanted to say um and then uh, not the final the penultimate one the last one is for every 
20 second or so increase in pace you essentially increase your temperature of your sort of it'll appear as if you, you are running at plus five degree temperature that means every time there is a plus five degree temperature in your environment compared to the last time you run in winter you need to reduce your pace by 20 seconds per mile i'm talking about or in other words let's say you are you run at 11 minute a mile pace during winter and the temperature is at 50 degrees fahrenheit and today the temperature is at 80 degrees fahrenheit that means for every five degree increase in temperature you need to reduce your pace by 20 seconds yeah, or in other words five 50 minutes 50 degree fahrenheit to 80 degrees is six five minutes or six times yeah. 20 seconds one minute 20 seconds you need to slow down that means you should be running not at 11 minute mile you should be running at 12 minutes 20 yeah. second mile i do 12 30 and my base pace is around 11 10 so there you go so that's the idea here guys reducing your pace by around 20 seconds for every mile when the temperature goes up by five degrees from whichever base you are starting with so if you're comfortable at 11 minutes at 50 degrees if you're 80 degrees use this calculation and reduce the pace for new runners and for light runners who are hearing this for the first time your goal is very simple run very very slowly follow all the other instructions i told you on summer training you will be in good shape the advantage of summer training though is that because you are training over the summer by the time you come to the race day which is in like like mid falls so like october around early october it's perfect because you are been dealing with heat for a super long time your body cools down like crazy exactly and because you're running in summer your body gets trained beautifully yeah so when it comes to winter timing or fall early fall you our body is in a state of beautiful equilibrium and you will perform a lot better than yeah. the other way around if you're trained in winter and had a race day on summer okay yeah. so there is always a silver lining in all of this Winter so, training always feels like a blessing after summer training. It's great. <laughs> so summary-wise, summer training, imbalances of electrolyte, imbalances of heat, and imbalance of water is the result of what happens during uh, during summer training. Oops, one minute. Uh, what happens during summer training, and what you can do for that is figure out the water consumption that you need to take. Make sure noon tablets for fixing the salt side of the story. Be, have a common sense approach on what time of the day to run. Have a common sense approach on what dress you should wear. Less the better. Okay. So that you don't accumulate heat. And have this equation of 20 seconds for every 5 degree increase yeah. uh, in terms of heat. 20 seconds slower uh, speed. Um, you do all of this in combination you will be training your body better and as a result you will be a lot better during the race day hope you hope this makes sense Nisha thank you for hosting second time thank you and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did talking okay. to you and guys good luck and we will talk soon next week take care guys <laughs>